Alright, you bunch of dickheads. Welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast. That was me trying to copy Alex's uh, accent, but I think I failed. We were fucking around earlier, messing with accents, and I was just trying to sound British. Yeah, but... I thought it was really good. Oh, really? Really, yeah, all right. really convincing, yeah. Yeah, see, I wanted him to do to do the intro originally, but... I got scared. Yeah, you got scared. Uh, you know. Yeah. All right, you bunch of dickheads. There you go. That's, yeah. There you go. Um, so what are we doing? We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about VR games, Justin. Oh, yeah. We're we're, we talk about this every month. Yeah. And uh, what have you been playing this month? So last time, I think I was eight hours into Vertigo 2. And so I think like that same, maybe that same show, I might have played all the way i mean after that last show we recorded i might have played all the way through it that same day i can't remember yeah and uh i looked at my stats to see how many deaths that was 105 deaths this is a this is a pretty hardcore game just for the what for the entire game yeah my entire game was 105 deaths where do you get the stats from on the on the title screen there's a oh a stats button i didn't notice it's over to the left i'll have to have a look yeah, and it shows you your number of kills. So I had, you know, like 1,100-something kills, and yeah. I, had, I had 105 deaths. Some of those deaths were me just, like, intentionally jumping off of a cliff because I like doing that. Yeah. Um, but most so of those are legitimate kid. deaths. Yeah. And, like, towards the end, I was having – there were some areas where I was having platforming struggles. I don't know if you're, you've been to those areas where some of it's, like, lowish gravity, and I was having yeah, struggle I've just got past landing. Yeah, I've yeah, what happened? <clears throat> yeah, I got uh, I ended up using teleport because you can't judge yeah. how far you're gonna jump, and then when you're in the air, you can't really control it much. So then I did overshoot sometimes and then die, and and then the checkpoints are quite brutal in this game as well. Sometimes mm -hmm. you have to go quite far back, so I, I ended up just teleporting through those platform sections, which I hate. I really hate when you've got to teleport. What's the point in having platforms if you've got to teleport through them? Yeah. I'd rather just not bother. Did you get to the final boss? No. I got past yeah. that bit, which you just said, with the low gravity. And then there's this big pyramid that you have to go oh, around. Yeah. Like, you literally go all the way around it. And as you're going around it, there's loads of enemies that spawn in. Yeah. Pretty much every enemy from the game comes, and it's just not never-ending. <laughs> and yeah, I died several times. And, again, the checkpoints can be quite brutal. So sometimes you've, you've been fighting for, like, 10, 15 minutes non-stop and then you die and then you've got to do the entire section again yeah. and then you die and then you have to do that entire section again and on the third try i was like okay i'm done and i've not been back to it since so i don't know if i'm going to finish it I, I want to but it's starting to piss me off if you didn't finish it you wouldn't be alone because all of my steam friends that have the game they all have like two or three hours in the game I'm the i noticed only, that but i'm the only one i think <clears throat> i think because I was, one of the people on there was Gamertag VR, yeah, yeah. and he he's definitely well he's definitely played more than three hours because he, his video on YouTube's like quite far into the game. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering if if he played before launch, it doesn't like, add to your game time or something. Oh, okay. Because they probably played before it got released, uh, okay. which is why some of those YouTubers might be quite low uh, okay. play time. Because it don't make sense that they've only played three hours if he's you know, got like six, seven hours into the game. Yeah. 
some people definitely haven't though. There's some people I've heard like uh, uh, what was it? Reclamation VR. Is it is that, is that name of it? What's the name Rec- of the podcast? Reclamation. You mean recentered? Oh, recentered. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah recentered. And I think they've not finished it because they got stuck at that boss, one of the first bosses. And yeah, yeah, it's definitely quite a difficult game. I think the 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 balance is not quite right in some areas. There's definitely some sections which really can. Yeah. I, I th- there's one with the boat, which we talked about last month, where there was a patch which apparently made that early, and I'd not actually done that yet. So I did it after the patch, and I really struggled with. I know you got through it pretty easy, but I really struggled with that section. It must have taken me about twenty plus tries just to get through that. What weapon did you use? I was mixing it, mixing it up because you've only got because in the game you have. Um, you don't have ammo, but you have like a cooldown, so you can only reload so many times before you have like a cooldown where you have to wait for it to recharge before you can reload that gun. So then, like if I use the Magnum, for example, after three reloads, I've got to wait for it to cool down to get more ammo. So I was having to switch anyway. Uh, but yeah, because you're in this boat in the middle of the sea in like a storm, and then there's these attack boats that come up for you from all different directions, and there's just there's so many of them. It's like non-stop goes on for quite a while and you haven't really got any cover either like you've got a couple of panels on either side mm-hmm. but if if they surround you there's literally no way you can go you can't really get out of the way so i just died i got boxed in and died so many times and it was just quite frustrating to be honest i used the ak the whole time i was on the boat yeah i mean because the the again because you're in the like a storm as well there's like big waves and the boats are mm-hmm. flying around everywhere so it's not like they just come straight for you they they're literally bouncing around and then you've got like a turret guy on the front who's easy to kill and then you've got the main guy who's driving the boat I didn't I didn't try to hit the turret guys at all I only tried to hit the drivers I to be honest I was just trying to hit anyone it was just mm-hmm. you know it was just kind of just shoot to try and get rid of them as fast as possible plus then they they, they throw mines as well in front of you which you can either dodge with mm-hmm. the steering the boat or you can just shoot them which is what i did but i think i yeah, just that was dodged it. them is what i think i did that was oh, the hardest God. part for me you got through it first time i i, I don't yeah, understand how you did that my first attempt i did it actually yeah. i might yeah i might not have steered the boat at all i might have just been shooting the mines or it's the easiest way because you, you, otherwise you've got to go back to the to the steering uh yeah. steering wheel and then back because if, if you stay where the steering wheel is, you've got no cover at all. Whereas if yeah. you go forwards into the main part of the boat, you've got a little bit of cover. But that first boss, you didn't have to try many times, but I had probably 20 deaths on the first boss. Because I didn't... It took just, me like six tries. Six but then you were saying in the uh, in the Discord, you were telling me like, you've got to shoot it first, then use the... Um, oh, yeah. Grenades. Okay, you, you heard that before you had to try. Yeah, so I already knew how to kill it. So that yeah. probably helps a lot. Yeah, you, and I couldn't tell that the bullets were doing anything to him. And the guy's made of fire, so I, I tend to think, well, bullets probably aren't going to hurt this guy. Yeah, because they gave you those grenades that were extinguisher grenades. Yeah. And I so see you think, well, you're trying to get rid of this fire, you use the grenade. I would probably have just started using the grenades personally yeah. anyway. But it's only, I think Jack on the Discord said, you've got to shoot it until it starts glowing, then you have to use the grenades on it. Yeah. It's not, it's not there's certain sections which are just a bit, they don't really telegraph what you need to do sometimes and it leaves you like struggling because the the game is really really challenging at times and sometimes i just felt like i I wanted to get out of the way and i just wasn't fast enough and it just started to piss me off yeah did Uh, you get overall 
You got to a bird cool. boss? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I didn't mind that one, actually. Okay, I died. I think I feel like I died a lot on that one. Yeah, it took me a few tries, but I didn't find it that frustrating. You just have, okay. you just have to learn the patterns, and then you can uh, get out of the way. But I, I really want to hear what bad. you say about the final boss. I really am looking forward to that, because I think you're going to be pissed off. Yeah, I'll try. I'll definitely try and jump in and, and and get to it. And next month, maybe we could talk about it. But I do, I do like the game. It sounds like I'm not, you know, I'm hating on the game. I think it's a great game, but I do think that they just needs they need to tweak the difficulty on some things a little bit. Have you gotten if, a badass weapon? Which one? Uh, it's a really badass weapon. It's like it's not the one a, with the spikes. It's not, it's not a secret. It's not a secret weapon. The last one, where you, you put like the, the things, spikes? you fire out like spikes and it shit sends them flying. I haven't. I don't. I can't even remember. I don't know if this. Are they like rockets or something? But it's like you, you load in like these things at the top, and you can have three of them or four of them. Oh, those are really. You, I don't. I wouldn't call that a spike. That's like a. It's like a. It's almost like an M60 gun. It's like a just a giant gun. Yeah, but when you fire into it, like because even those um, there's like these mini t-rexes and even those it just like one shots them and then yeah send them flying yeah that's, is, that's a wondering. great gun yeah, yeah, yeah okay. i love that yeah, and the way they did the cool. sights as well because the sights are on the side and the way they have like these 3d sights where you've got to line them up mm -hmm. it really it's really good well designed gun that i really like that gun yeah it's like a rocket launcher but it doesn't fire rockets it fires like these big bullets i guess you could call them yeah that's what i was using on the final boss a lot yeah, well, it's the most powerful weapon by far. Yeah, but, like, I I was still, again, I was struggling. Like, is this is this registering as a hit? Because, like, sometimes the boss would, you know, like, reel backward. And sometimes right. I'd hit him with it, and he wouldn't he wouldn't react at all. So that yeah. was one of my problems. Yeah, the bosses are very spongy. You can just yeah fire into them, and it feels like you're not really doing anything. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, but uh, other than that, I think uh, yeah, what we talked about last week, after last month, I just I think it's a great game that you should definitely play. I think I think if you if you think it's too hard, maybe just turn it down to easy. I don't know how how I haven't turned it down yet. I've been trying to just get through it on normal. Mm -hmm. I feel like the the difficulties on now it feels like it should be hard, and then there should be like another difficulty somewhere in between maybe. Um, I've seen some people say that they thought it was all pretty easy, but they're obviously just way better than me. Yeah, the guy in our Discord, or your Discord, yeah. I mean, not ours, uh, where, yeah, he's just, like, doing, like, speed runs and... What did I he, think the two, majority two of average... Yeah, <laughs> I think the majority of the average gamer will find it a challenge. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be many people. Even Jack, who's pretty good at games, he, he said it's challenging. So yeah. I think um, the average person, and if you, like, if you're not very good at games, you are going to struggle, and you should definitely turn it down to easy. You're, otherwise, you're just, you're just never going to finish it, and it's worth getting through the game because it's it's got so many different things. Like there's a section where you're like in a portal type environment, and it's just just really cool. There's just so many different diverse levels and enemies and guns and stuff. But the portal gun—that's only if you find that. I never found that weapon. No, there's an actual level that's kind of like portal. Do you not remember that level? I I don't even remember. All right. God, my brain I don't, I don't want to spoil it for people, but yeah, it's just, there's a level that really surprised me. And oh, now I do. Now I remember it. Yeah. 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 It's cool. Yeah. All right. Who's up next? Uh, I'll go next. Okay. 
last month we t we ran out of time so i've got a couple from last month that i played for a video i made uh the first one is westworld awakening which i think did you have you played this game before yeah i beat that yeah it's, it's, a, it's really an older good. game yeah it's from a few years ago but i played it was like a hidden gem hidden gem uh video i made and i ended up just replaying the game again i I just really enjoyed the game the second time. Even though it's a very linear game, it's very story-driven. It's just really well made. It's visually really impressive. They have actual NPCs that you talk to a lot, which in most games you don't really talk to many people. It tends to be a lot of empty space. Whereas with this game, it feels like you're always interacting with someone. You've got to see people in your earpiece talking to you a lot. It feels like a living and breathing environment. I think it's comparable to like Lone Echo, where it's kind of more of a walking sim almost with some light puzzles. Mm -hmm. And obviously the game centers around the story and your interactions and your kind of, you you getting a, building a relationship with these different characters. But I personally think Westworld Awakening is better because I think it looks better. I think it's got more diversity in the environments. I think there's a lot more interaction, like I said, with, with NPCs with incredible face face uh, motion captured yeah i just the the story is really good if you if you the first time i played it i've not watched the series and i enjoyed it but after i'd watched the series i did enjoy it a lot more so i appreciated the details and the amount of t attention to detail they put into the environments and the set pieces and yeah it, i just think it's a great game that if if you've not played it and you've never really heard of it Keep an eye for a sale because it goes on sale for like five pounds or something. It's really cheap, and it's about four hours long. So it's it's not the longest game, but it's still a decent length, especially for the the type of game it is. But yeah, I I can't recommend this game enough. I think it's one of the best underrated games so far. I, I hope I wish they'd bring it to PC PSVR two for a new audience or something because it's just only on PC and it deserves more people to play it. Did it, it didn't have many reviews. Was that something you pointed out in your video? Yeah. I mean, it's, it has picked up over time. Mm. I think people have found out about it and picked it up on a sale. But it was never really marketed. Like When it came out, it was kind of pitched as an arcade experience. They didn't really mm. pitch it as a game. There wasn't really any build-up to it. It just dropped and released on the same day they, you know, they posted a, like a blog about it and stuff. So I, I think it's one of those that it's, I think personally, I think it's Servios's best game. I yeah. think it's the best game they've done. Uh, and apparently, HBO were really hands-on with they. They did the story. They designed all the the like sets and everything, all the clothes and everything that's in the game and everything. And you can really, it really, you can really tell with the detail that's put into the world that it's been done by people who are obviously very close to the show and have got like a passion for the show itself. Um, and Servios are also making an Aliens game, which mm -hmm. playing this kind of sometimes reminded me like the atmosphere and everything with some of the smoke and stuff kind of make, made me feel a bit like that Aliens kind of vibe. So I think if they can take this game as their inspiration and, and make this the game that the, they can build on, the same team that can build the Aliens game, I think that game could be really, really good. Yeah. Hopefully it's not the, you know, uh, the Walking Dead game team because they did a pretty shit job personally yeah i still haven't played that one yeah, yeah i agree that. westworld awakening i think it is better than lone echo it's just it's just pretty short it's like what is it four hours 
Yeah, which is about the same as Lone Echo One. Oh, is it? Lone Echo One was that short? I can't remember. It was. It wasn't really long. I think it was about uh, four or five hours. Okay. I think. I think that people overrate Lone Echo. Yeah. Personally. Well, it's it's the whole zero gravity thing that is yeah. kind of the gimmick of that one. That at yeah. the time that was so cool. I think when it came out, it was like mind blowing. Yeah. But if you go back to it today, I think a lot of people would be like, "Well, is this is this it?" Because you really don't do much in that game at yeah, all. Yeah. It's just these really basic puzzles. Turn this dial. Put this thing in here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the environments like you've got the main area where you start. Once you get past that. A lot of it's kind of very bland. There's not much to the environments. But, and the biomass um, parts, I hated that. Yeah, I know you don't like that slow movement type yeah. of thing. And we'll just touch... It's like you're playing Operation, going through the this, the ship. Um, don't touch the sides. Yeah, it's like a floor is lava type situation. Floor is lava, yeah. But yeah, if you liked Lone Echo, then you'll definitely enjoy uh, Westworld Awakening. I think that's definitely a game you should look at. I'm trying to remember. Do you play as the the girl, the main girl in the show? No, it's a separate story. Okay. It takes place between the first season and the second season. Okay. And you play as a host, which is basically a robot in the show. Because the if you don't know about the show, you you basically Westworld is like a, a, a fantasy kind of theme park full of robots, but the robots actually feel they think they're actually people, the real people with real lives, and they've got like stories and backstories. And uh, the one of the hosts, one of the robots in this game, you play as that, mm-hmm. and you kind of unravel and realize that things aren't as they seem, sort of thing. So, so yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I watched all the first season, and then uh, I think I watched maybe the first episode of season two, and I didn't like it, and I don't know, never watched again. Yeah, I've not watched the new one, but I watched the first three. I thought the third was... I didn't like the third. Once they got out of the park, I wasn't really that interested in it. But oh. I thought the first season was good and the second one was decent. Yeah, okay. Uh, Propagation Paradise Hotel. Now, I was a closed beta tester of this back in February. And then, so I had access then. And then they gave me a key as like a content creator. So I was helping them with, or or trying to, you know, give them like, so you're responsible for, for the for the bad levels. Yeah, for anything that's that you don't like in the game, it's my fault. Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, I've got a bone to pick with you then. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, so when I first played this game as a like a tester, I felt like this might be this hard games in VR don't ever scare me, and this so it's hard for me to judge. But I felt like this might be. For me, this the scariest that I've played because there were a lot of jump scares and the zombies were really fast. And like when I think of a Resident Evil game, the zombies are usually really slow and stupid. And these zombies like really lunge towards you and come at you and are like aggressive in this game. So they just like stressed me out and I'd be like, you know, lots of like, fuck, get get the hell off me. And you like I just don't remember that much. Like Resident Evil 8, I don't remember being scared at all. Resident Evil 7. I played on PSVR. I'd like to replay that one with motion controls on my PC. Now that there's a you know mod for that, I did a little bit, but I want to play through the whole game. But I don't think I was as scared. The problem is that you know what's coming, so yeah. you're never going to have that same. If you played it first time like that, I think you would definitely yeah have those moments, you know, whole shit moments. Yeah, my video on my channel, I played through it the second time, so I already knew what was coming. So. 
yeah, my reactions weren't weren't very scared. Yeah. Um. So in this game, you're going to find ammo, you're going to find batteries for your flashlight, and antiseptic. It's very much like a, a Resident Evil game. You're going to find these little secret octopuses that's just like the bobblehead dolls that you'd, you'd find in like Resident Evil. And um, it's really dark. you got to use your flashlight a lot, and that helps to make it scarier and uh, helps the atmosphere. I don't know how far did you get into it. Uh, I played about an hour. Um... Yeah, that's not enough time. Uh, the thing, the thing is that you kept saying it's like the scariest game, so it, it yeah. kind of put me off because I'm not very good at scary games. Although I am getting a lot better, um, but I'm not. F what I will say is that it's got incredible. It's like incredible atmosphere. Yeah, there's just something about the atmosphere. They've really nailed it. The sounds are really good. Like you can hear stuff creaking and things, and and it, it keeps you on your toes because there are moments where stuff happens and I've had the first major one when I played before this and it genuinely made me jump out my skin and like panic. I was just literally like blind shooting, just panicked. Where, where uh, were you? Uh, I'll just say near, um, near a fuse box type thing. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't want to spoil too much. I think I know then. Yeah. It was first. It was. It was. It wasn't the first encounter, but it was like the second, probably encounter. Okay. But yeah, it, it kind of comes at you unexpectedly. Well, it was for me, and yeah, it proper. Just, I was like shit, like you said, and I was like, bang, you know, firing my gun at it, shot its arm off, shot it, you know, shot its head a few times, yeah. and it, it died. Oh yeah, and they so, take yeah, a lot the, of they take a lot of bullets. Oh. Yeah, it's not just like one shot to the head. Yeah. Um. The, the, did you find the scale? Like the scale seems. I don't know if it's because you play as a woman uh, in the game, but they feel quite intimidating. Like the the zombies are quite feel mm -hmm. la larger than me. Mm -hmm. um, but I, when I think about other games like Arizona Sunshine and uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, the zombies don't really intimidate me. They they, they feel kind of they feel kind of weak. Like you you don't feel that they're, yeah they're that a total threat. joke in those games. Yeah. Whereas for some reason in this game they're really quite imposing and uh, yeah. it definitely. Like you, because you, it's like you said, this game is Resident Evil, really. It feels mm -hmm. like Resident Evil 1, you know, with the manor, but you're in a hotel. It's got a lot of elements to Resident Evil 2 re, uh, remake with the just the atmosphere and the map and, and the save and rooms, the, the save rooms with the, with yeah. the nice music. And mm -hmm. yeah, it, it borrows a lot from Resident Evil, which is not a bad thing. And it's got even because in Resident Evil 2 remake in VR. I found the zombies in that were quite intimidating because they look so realistic and the noises they make and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I find it's similar to this. Like they, they're quite intimidating the zombies in this. And one thing I am finding is I am pretty fed up with zombie games, but <laughs> they've really done a good job with this one. I think this is probably one of the best I've played. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only issue is it it only lasts like three to four hours. Yeah, um, I've heard about that. Which yeah. isn't, which isn't, I, I'm okay with that person. I don't know what price is it. 20 I bucks. Pay it. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Like 15 pounds. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the price is, price is okay. Um, I like, I, I like I, the, I, I, get um, it, I get it free, so I can't really. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay for it, but I do, I do like the, like, scavenging type yeah. thing. Again, it's very Resident Evil or Half-Life Alex where you're going through drawers and finding ammo and stuff. I really like that in VR. And the interactions are really good as well. Like opening a drawer and stuff feels good. 
you're not fighting with the controls and yeah. it's not clunky. So yeah, almost every drawer and cabinet there. you can go in, but most items that you see you can't pick up. Yeah, that is one thing that was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, because I'm so used to like when you open a door, if the door's not fully open, I will just like I try and push it with my hand, mm-hmm. and your hand just goes through it. It's not got collisions or anything, which is a little bit. But m- most of the time, you don't need to. Like the doors will just open enough. Like with the, with the drawers, I think they've got it so you if you just pull it a certain amount, they just open rather than like you can't like control them. I don't think, but I think you can. I think. Well, the, all right. Well, I mean, it always t- feels. I didn't, I didn't test that, but I I never, I never felt like this drawer was just opening on its own. But I'm not. I've sure. never I've never had open a drawer where it's like partially open. It always if, seems to be. It, it don't feel like it's mm. like an automatic thing, but. It just feels like when you're going to open a drawer, it opens. You know, I, I don't mm. feel like I'm struggling to open it and fighting with with things. It just works, oh, okay. which is which is a good thing, really. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The one there is a couple of things, which um, I don't know if you mentioned any of this to them when you tested it, but there's one thing like when you get when you first get out of this kitchen where you start in this kitchen area, mm-hmm. and you've got this guy who's got not great or voice acting to be honest <laughs> yeah I, I um, talked about that there's something annoying about it's a no, it's a total nitpick but it just annoys me with the story it's like he keeps getting you to go first but yet he's got the gun and it's like well why are you telling me to go first when you've got the fucking gun you go first i don't want to yeah. go first <laughs> yeah. you you're the one with the gun but what you're you having me walk because well, they, and... they want to do that jump scare they're i mean you know they want you to uh yeah, so that was annoying. And yeah. then and then there's another bit, which I actually watched your video and you you commented on it. You walk through these doors and you're in this big like foyer area mm-hmm. and there's a reception desk right in front of you and you naturally go to the reception desk and then you go be- behind it mm-hmm. and then you go to a room which is dark. Yeah. You need a flashlight, but you can see where the flashlight is. It's hanging down on a zombie that's yep. holding it. So then naturally you go to where the zombie is and you're trying to get the flashlight off the zombie that's hanging down. You can even reach and grab his arm. So I was like trying to grab his arm to pull the zombie down so I could get the flashlight. And it just, you can't get it. You literally can't get the flashlight. But you have to go back up to the foyer area, trigger something which then separates you and then you can go back and then something else happens which then gets you to have the flashlight. So that kind of like... It's not great level design on the way yeah, that they set that up. The first time I played that, I just happened to go to to the back where that guy Owen separates from you, and then I went. Yeah. So it all went the way it's supposed to, but the, the, the next time I played the game, I had forgotten that, and I just went straight to where the flashlight is, and yeah, I, I couldn't get the flashlight, and I thought it was a bug. So I reported yeah. it to them as a bug, and now you just, yeah, you that is weird that you have to go a specific way first. It's like triggering a script or something. And Ian, yeah. he, I watched uh, Ian's VR Corner on Eurogame and he, he played it today and he did exactly the same thing. Went straight ahead, mm-hmm. tried to get the flashlight. He was like, why can't I get the flashlight? And then he ended up like wandering around, wondering what to do. Because yeah. I was I was wandering around, like not sure what to do at that point. Yeah. But obviously you have to go off into this side door which then triggers then him, him saying oh, i'll go this way you go that way and then uh and then you can do it so if you do get stuck then just go somewhere else until something triggers and then you can carry on also in the kitchen for me and, and it happened in my video it took owen forever to get up off his chair and 
teach me how to do the gun. I, I, I didn't, couldn't figure out. I was, I was going around looking at all the notes and I couldn't figure yeah, that's out. That's what I would do. I, I figured they wanted you to kind of like read the notes and stuff. Cause it did take, it did take a while. Like I was, I was like going into places like thinking, have I got to trigger something? I wasn't mm -hmm. sure what was going on, but yeah, I ended up just reading all the notes and even then there was still a bit of time where he was kind of just sat there. Yeah. So I told them that, um, on their discord and they said, Oh, when you look at all the notes that he should get up from his chair. So I was like, what? So last night I went into the game and I was recording to show them the issue. I looked at all the notes and then he stood right up as soon as right. I looked at all. I was like, what did they do a patch? I don't know. I don't know what, right. what the difference was. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a forced kind of, yeah. And I guess they just wanted you to like take a bit of time to soak in the atmosphere and read up the backstory and stuff. But there was one of if, the, one of the notes is a drawing. Um, and she, if you, if you stare at the drawing long enough, she goes that, that seemed like a good plan. And yeah, I, I think maybe if you don't trigger, if you don't look at it long enough for her to say that, that, that it doesn't trigger as you looking at it. And that might've been yeah, the she, issue. She did look, she did say that for me. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know that. Another thing as well, which is, is something they do in every zombie game. I've, no, I've never played a game with zombies that don't do this, but they have this thing where like they're on this, in this game, they had a radio where they're playing this message over this radio mm -hmm. about like safety and stuff. And they're saying, oh, you know, stay away from the zombies. They'll, if they scratch you or bite <laughs> you, then you'll get infected. And then yeah. like seconds later, a zombie bites you and and you just get like this antiseptic spray. It's like, okay, so. Well, why can't you just give everybody the antiseptic spray? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like every, like even like Resident Evil, you, you literally get bit in, you know, sometimes the zombies yeah. will bite you and you push them off and it's, but you're, but somehow you don't get infected. That's just a, that's just a thing that they do in every video game. But it's always makes me laugh when they, they kind of make this big deal about someone getting bit and then turning into a zombie, but yet somehow you can get bit constantly over and over. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. You can talk about more than me, though, because you've played a lot more. Well, I don't want to give things away. Uh, there's a final there's, boss. Yeah, there's a big guy who keeps, yeah. like, you see him early on. Uh, and for me, I couldn't figure out, when I first got to him, I couldn't figure out, what am I supposed to do? I right. couldn't figure it out. And then on the Discord, somebody had to tell me what you have to do. So if you get to him, you might feel the same way. Um, even the second time, well, see, I got to the boss when I was testing the game and I never beat him. And then the second time I played it and you know, my video, I did a full playthrough video. I beat him, but I still wasn't sure. Even in that video, I wasn't positive of what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be curious if you get there and you can tell me how you, what you thought. Yeah. I'll see when I get there. I mean, I, I'm definitely going to keep playing it. It's not, it's I think I'm just getting a lot better in VR to be honest, because I used to really struggle with scary games, but now I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. um, even jump scares, it's okay. I mean, once it's over, it's over, isn't it? So it's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I go next game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've got again. This is from last month, but Robinson: The Journey is another game. I played this game way back when I had like a uh, you know an OG Rift CV1. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was one of like it was one of my first games I played in VR actually, because it was it's like a walking sim, so it's not action or anything. You can take your time with it. It's it's a walking sim with light puzzles. It's made by Crytek, 
can obviously make Crisis and a few other games that are really high end visually. And it's definitely been, you can tell it's been made by a AAA studio. It's visually really impressive. And the game, there's just, they're just so much attention to detail. The game itself is about this boy who crash lands on a planet and you have this robot companion and the planet's basically like prehistoric earth so you're surrounded by just jungle and dinosaurs and there's you know loads of different dinosaurs like pterodactyls big long neck brachiosaurus type dinosaurs t-rex velociraptors you know there's loads of different dinosaurs and little and there's also like little creatures as well like big snakes and caterpillars and things flying around and you can scan them and if you scan them you can then look in like a 3d library where you can actually look at the models close up and stuff it's really cool I, I, something i did a lot more this second time around i think because now i've got this index the visuals are so much more even more impressive um it takes about another four it's about another four hour long game uh and there are a couple of bits that i remember getting stuck when i first played it which i had to look up because it's not very intuitive some of the puzzles so i if you get stuck on something just look it up because it's not really it's not really a puzzle game but they have put some light puzzles in there i remember um, line puzzles uh what other kind of puzzles were there it's just um maybe not even it's just knowing like there's a there's there's a pterodactyl you've got to figure out how to get the it's holding onto something you've got to figure out how to get it off the thing and something has to do little... with its nest and its eggs or something yeah and then okay. there's sometimes you've, you've got a you can like you can use like you've got this thing which looks like a move controller in your hand and yeah, you can use that to or, or a dildo yeah. in your case yeah and case. you can use that to like teleport things not teleport like telekinesis move things and then position them um and because you don't really against it, it an early game so it's not got like hand interactions or anything so everything's done with either button presses where you an animation will play or you've got this thing which you can manipulate things with. But if you're okay with that, it's definitely worth experiencing just for the like the visuals and the journey and the world. There's a couple of recommendations I'll make. First, when I went in on Steam uh, with the index, my controllers were, were the wrong way around. Uh, so my left hand was my right hand and obviously it was unplayable. So I looked up online, what you have to do is you have to start, if turn both controllers off, and then you start the left hand controller first, and then the right hand controller. If you do it the other way around, uh, it, it, the hands are the wrong way around. So that's one thing you'll need to do. The other thing as well is that the visuals are really, really blurry by default. Like some of the blurriest you'll see. It must be rendering at a really low resolution or something. So what I recommend you do is I turn temporal anti-aliasing off and increase the in-game super sampling up to max and if um if that's still not sharp enough for you and you've got a really good pc there is a way you can do like an any tweak to add even more super sampling which is what i did and the game looked absolutely incredible like clear as sharp as you can get it just looked incredible with that any tweak so what about Steam VR super sampling did you put that up too it doesn't it don't register it that's oh, the problem okay. i think because I tried it, I tried moving that slider up and down. It made no difference. But so. did you did you try with the game off and then go into the game? Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't affect it. So it, uh, okay. it's it does not. I don't 
it didn't register any sort of outside super sampling because when I had mm. the Oculus as well, I played uh, it on the Oculus Store, and it didn't register, you know, open uh, tool tray uh, super mm. sampling or anything. So it's the same for the climb as well. That's the same situation where you have to use the in-game super sampling. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to maybe send you the information for the any tweaks, Justin, and then you can put it in the YouTube description or something. But okay. yeah, it's, it's definitely worth putting that in there because it really makes a massive difference to the to the uh, clarity. But you do need a like a high end PC, and you can adjust it as well. So you can like I had it like two I had it a two point in the game, and then an extra two point in the ini file. So you could mm -hmm. you know you could do like one point five or something. So you could adjust it and tweak it to your setup. But a standard it's going to look like shit so if you go into it and it looks really bad don't worry it's just for whatever reason crytek shipped the game in this really crap state uh which is it really pisses me off when they do that like how many people are going to mess around with this stuff why can't they did they not test it did they not put it on and realize how bad it looked before they shipped it i, I don't know i don't know how this stuff gets through looking so bad like that maybe that's just like how it looked on psvr and they just if that's well, what it looked like just... on PSVR, then that wow! Can you <laughs> even, that's not playable, and it looked, yeah. I could barely read the menus. It was that bad. It was... Yeah, I don't know. What did you? Yeah, think I, to I that? beat it back when uh, it came out, but I barely remember it. I used a Vive. Yeah. I I must have turned off temporal anti-aliasing, and well, you left a review on Steam, and you mentioned that oh, in I your did? review. Yeah, I don't even remember. What did I say? <laughs> You said that it's a good game, but you have to use the in-game super sampling and turn thingy off. So you, oh, you, right. you, you must have done that. Okay. But yeah, it's worth revisiting if you've not played it. I, I haven't played it obviously for like five years. Yeah. So going back in with an, like a more up-to-date headset and everything, it was like re-experiencing the game again. It was really cool. Hmm. I remember. I think I remember dying a lot toward the end. I don't remember. It was like some raptors. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't finish it. Because okay. of that part, yeah. yeah I got part I got to that tough. part. I did it first time around, but this second playthrough, the best part of the game is up through where you get to that kind of uh, these raptors, which are in mm. this. Um, if you get to the like a derelict spaceship, yeah. that part was. I like the climbing part and getting down, but once you're in the actual spaceship, it kind of wasn't as good. The best part is being in the jungle and just like all the creatures and the wildlife and everything. And some of the, like, when you get these big, like, Brachiosaurus-type dinosaurs, they look massive. Like, there's yeah. one where it's, like, right in front of you with its head, and its head's the size of a, you know, like a, a, a minivan or something. It's just absolutely huge. Yeah. Really intimidating, but it's just really impressive. There's no other VR game with dinosaurs that looks as good as this. So if you like dinosaurs, it's worth it just to see, just to see them in VR, really. Yeah. All right. So a medieval VR... Um... This is a you know a retro looking first person shooter. I think it came out in 2019. If you liked Quake or Doom, any of those types of games, you're gonna like this. It's what I like most about it is it's really fast. I mean, you move probably the fastest you'll move in any game. Um, there are seven episodes. Each one has three levels, and each episode has a boss level. Right now, I'm on episode six, which is called arcane expanse this one so far has been i think the most impressive visually there's like this really colorful stained glass everywhere and there's this warped wood that you walk on so you have all these weird winding 
wooden paths and the music is really good. It's like, there's like piano and like orchestral type music. That's, that's like, I was like, whoa, like suddenly the game got even better um, in this episode six um, area. And I don't know, there's, there's, you'll get lots of different weapons. Some you actually swing your motion controller to make them uh, hit the enemy. Then some are, are wands where all I have to do is press the trigger and it just blasts out, you know, either like, you know, blue orbs or there's even one where it shoots planets at the enemies. It's, it's basically a rocket launcher, but it's shooting planets instead. And I like it a lot, but you'd have to be into retro type games. And Alex is not, correct? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like this. It's not my... It's, it's, the game's good, but it's just not my sort of thing. Because the graphics aren't good enough? Just the overall gameplay, because the gameplay is literally just you running around shooting stuff constantly. Uh, plus, yeah, and the graphics aren't, you know, the retro. So. Yeah. And let me tell me, tell me this. When you were growing up as a kid, did did you not like mazes? Uh, yeah, you did. I mean, I never, I never really went went in many mazes, but oh, I, I mean, like even just like a, on a piece of paper, a maze like on a piece of paper. Oh yeah, like where you draw like a thing and you have to like figure the the path through. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh okay, because these games are like they're basically just maze games with enemies. They're yeah. Not, I thought that was my that was my theory that maybe you didn't like mazes as a kid because I did, and I used to make my own mazes all the time, and I was thinking maybe that's why I like this type of game. I don't know, but no, uh, that must not be it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's. I just don't. I don't know. There's just something that bores me with these games. I don't know what it is. You need a story. Yeah, I find yeah. that. I find that even even the best gameplay loops, eventually get boring. And there needs to be something more to keep me going through a game, uh, yeah. more than gameplay. And obviously, these games are literally pretty much all gameplay. So, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, and I did a video of that. If you so you can see what it's like. By the way, I'm Mame fan on YouTube, and Alex is Virtual Insider on mm -hmm. YouTube. That's correct. Yeah, we were talking earlier about his. Um, what was the game? Westworld Awakening. Yeah. Not yeah. too long ago, you did a video talking about that and other hidden gems yeah. on your channel. Yeah, that's why I played them, because I, I yeah. decided to make that video. Was Robinson one um, of those? Yeah, that okay. Robinson and there were two others. Oh, I think I put District Steel on there, because that's just... Even though it's a newer game, it's really not got sold very well. I don't did think you put it. Defector on there? No, I can't remember what There was some was. video recently where you did Defector, I thought. Oh, about guns. I talk about guns, uh, different okay. weapons. And yeah. Defector had some interesting weapons in there. So Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think next? I have much else to say. Okay. So you recommend it? Oh, yeah. If you're yeah into that type of game. Um, originally, it had, well, there were some performance issues, but I think either they've patched it or there was some minor change I made in Windows that somebody in the discussions was saying to do, and I don't know if that's what fixed it, but I, I don't have any performance issues now. It, de it defaults to Epic. And yeah. the performance for me was absolutely dog shit. Playing uh, now, I, I have it all on Epic and everything all maxed out, and I'm not having any performance issues. Really? Yeah. I because I turned I turned I turned it down. I turned uh, the shadows down to to high, mm -hmm. and that fixed the performance. But yeah, I had this really weird thing where I turned it to low by mistake, and then I tried to turn it back up, 
and then my performance went so bad it was I could barely even use the menus it took me like two minutes just to try and get just to try and click on the the menus to change it back down again it was it was pretty mm. frustrating but yeah, I think there have like been patches, that. but it might be one of these ones where they don't give you patch notes. I wish there were patch notes for all these patches. You you log into Steam, there's all these patches that downloading, and I want to know what's happening. Yeah, it would be nice to know what they do, but some developers don't. Yeah. Say. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, it's my uh, well game. We talk about a lot, probably met every month. But walkabout mini golf. They've got a new course. Temple, Temple Azura. Yeah, it's basically an Egyptian one, um, where you start off outside, and I think this is because of the the type of structures. I think this is probably the one that looks most kind of realistic, because everything's kind of like pyramids, and the structures are generally a bit more simplified. So the low poly, you don't see that low poly aesthetic as much. Um, I think visually, I think it's yeah. I thought the scale of everything was really impressive. Like you do feel like you're in this desert and you've got these big pyramids and statues and stuff everywhere. I really liked the the aesthetic of it. I'm finding that with the last two that they've done, I'm finding that the the holes are feel a bit cramped. Like we we were playing through it and we didn't even realize that oh that this hole is a different hole to that because they were so close together. Yeah. That 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 it feels like this. I feel like they should have like each hole should have its own little set area, and like with this one and the the one with the upside down town, whatever it's called, um, they're very cramped together, and I I don't know if I can't remember if the others were like that, but it feels like they were a bit. Maybe it's a quest limitation, so they can't really do like these big areas. But mm-hmm. yeah, it did feel a bit cramped in with some of the, the 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 holes. The holes are decent though; like some of them were pretty good. It's not my favorite in terms of the actual holes themselves but i think the environment was really nice and like every i'm gonna buy every single one of these because every single one is just interesting to play and i I enjoy playing it with you and uh, josh so yeah i was disappointed only because upload vr they did a video where they they put raiders of the that they said this this new course is like raiders of the lost ark in vr so that I was like, "Whoa, are there going to be giant boulders and stuff coming after us?" It was it wasn't anything like that. And I no. I went I went to that video today and I see, I saw that they took off Raiders of the Lost Ark and now it just says Egypt themed. So maybe somebody was like, "Hey, this this isn't Raiders of the Lost Ark." Um so well, yeah, it's nothing like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Not at all. Yeah. So uh I went into it yeah, expecting way more. So I was like, "Oh, this is it." Uh yeah, it's just an Egyptian themed. Uh, yeah. It's cool though. I liked it. Yeah, but it's like you said, it's not one of my favorites. It's might be my least favorite. Really? I think uh, of the. It's, uh, be- it's better than DLC. some of the originals, I think. Uh, I haven't. I haven't even played them all, to be honest. So I don't know. Oh, we need to do that. We need to do yeah. that then. Yeah. What is your favorite you've played so far? Uh Maybe Labyrinth? I'm not sure. Yeah, I liked the theme of the lab- it's Labyrinth, but it was really hard. Like, it was one yeah. of the hardest ones. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I think I liked the underwater one, visually. I thought uh-huh. it was the best visually. I think overall, there's one called... What's it called? I can't remember the name of it. It's, like, it's, it's in like a countryside with windmills and stuff. 
yeah. And you're like, you're like in a valley with like a river that's coming down to this like a an estuary, I guess. And there's just something about that level that I really like, like the atmosphere and the 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 wind, where the way, wind affects the balls and stuff. Yeah, I think that's my overall favorite. But I think the the visually, I think the the one underwater is probably the best visually. Yeah, you said two words now that you never hear in the U.S. You said estuary and you said derelict. And I, I like talking to you because sometimes there are these words that you say that you just never hear. Estuary? What do you... How, we never we never say estuary here, but it's it's a word that... Yeah, it's when a river, a, river, it's a river joins uh, the sea. That's yeah, that's just, nobody ever says that word here. What do you call or it? Or derelict. I mean, that's... It's that's the right word. I don't know if there's a, a an alternate, but I just you never. I don't know. You just never hear it. Huh. But sometimes I guess you, you never talk about it though. I mean, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. I've not used it for a while. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know anything else about walkabout. No, we've talked about it like every month. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like we just give an update on the new courses, really. Yeah. Uh, so memories from beyond a coral sea. I played this yesterday and I thought this was just going to be some little short BS thing, but it was way more than that. This, you could spend three hours in this and it's free on steam. You start out on this Island. It's like a tropical Island, but it's pretty small. There's a couple palm trees, there's rocks, there's pieces of wood on the ground and shells and things but at first you're like you're gonna be disappointed he's like ah it's teleport and um i think you said that what did you say the developer's gonna change gonna add free loco did you read that or something yeah the developer said they're gonna try and update with free locomotion okay and then we both had a grip issue where you had to squeeze your index controller pretty hard to pick things up um yeah. but you can change that if you go into the, st the controller bindings you can the, the grip threshold is up to 80, which is really high. And if you set it to the default, which is 25, it's no issue. Or I wonder how the, they changed that. Did they change that? Or do you think yeah. it's just some I don't weird, know. I don't know. I've had that in other games as well, where it's like you have to squeeze the controllers to get anything to pick up. Yeah. There are games where I've, I have intentionally made it harder to grip things. Like games where you have guns and weapons on your side, I get so annoyed that I, I keep accidentally grabbing them. So I'll put the threshold yeah. up higher. Yeah. Like I did that in Saints and Sinners because I was getting pissed off so much because I kept... Oh, that happens a lot in that game. Yeah. yeah. Something weird about that. Proper constantly picking things up that I don't want to. Yeah. Well, and with the left controller, when I when I want to run, I have to click the stick in. Well, to click the stick in, I kind of have to grip my controller. Yeah. And then I end up grabbing the thing on my left side. It's yeah. happened to me in so many games, which is one of my issues with the index controllers. I really wish they had an actual analog grip button, but right. you don't. You like the way no, they I, are, right? I, I like it. Way, yeah, yeah. I like not having to actually press a button. Yeah. Um, so, but there, there's a menu where you can switch to trigger instead of grip if, if you know, you want to. Um, so this, the graphics are really nice. You know who I saw in the Steam discussions? Our friend Rune was oh, in there talking this. about. Yeah talking about the dynamic shadows it oh it, yeah the, <laughs> the trees and vegetation blow in the wind and you do see their shadows dynamically moving as they blow and you can swim in the water and that's really cool and that all looks good and there's coral and seaweed and there's fish and 
there's even, I saw a sea turtle, shark, all sorts of stuff. You'll find a bag on the island and you can store things in it. And to look in the bag, you put it on your head. It's, it's pretty interesting. And you can end up with so many things in this bag that you're surrounded 360 degrees inside that bag with items. <laughs> yeah, I, my bag was so full of shit. And after this first island, you'll get to a place where you can climb. So there's climbing in this too. And I think there are four chapters. That first island that you got to is the first chapter. Yeah. Um, I think because of the teleport and the grip, you said you didn't want to continue, right? Yeah, I'm going to wait. Because you have to teleport and then you've got to literally physically like bend down to pick stuff up. And then I was like bending down, having to squeeze my hand so hard. Yeah. It felt, you know, I was, it was actually hurting my hand. And then it was, oh, I just couldn't be bothered. But if, <laughs> as, soon as, they, as soon as they had um, smooth locomotion, and obviously I can tweak the grip sensitivity, I'll give it another go. It sounds like it's actually quite uh, a lot more to it than I expected. So. Yeah, it's cool. Especially if you like, I really like exploration and just like yeah. find, finding stuff. There, there are some, there's some light puzzles, uh, like how you're going to get off the island. And then when you get to somewhere else, like what you're going to do over there, you could beat this in probably under 30 minutes. If you knew what to do, like I could do right. a speed run. Yeah. But there's a bunch of other stuff that you can discover aside from that. That's like any puzzle game, though. If you know the yeah. solution, you, you're going to be able yeah. to get through it really quick. Yeah. What else was I going to say? There's something I just thought of. I thought, because um, you start off like on a boat in the sea, in like a storm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've got this, I've got like phasmophobia or whatever it is where, you know, it's, I'm, I've got a fear of the like deep ocean. Mm -hmm. So when you get off the boat and you're like in the sea and they see the boat sinking, that genuinely kind of gave me a f horrible feeling. Hmm. Uh, I did not enjoy that one bit. Yeah, somebody said that in the Steam discussions too. Yeah, it was they want an option to skip that part. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I stuck with it, but yeah, I was, I was literally tensed up. I was just, I did not, I just really didn't enjoy it. It was pretty intense. Uh, it's not like a scare. It's like just, general anxiety and just yeah it's not a nice feeling but i wish i could feel that way i really do like, yeah i mean I, I don't i don't mind i mean it's it's not real you know what i mean so even though i've got that fear i'm not gonna be a pussy and tell them to get rid of it uh if you can't get through something that makes you feel a bit uncomfortable then get over it personally but yeah it's um it's 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 a bit uncomfortable but it's a video game. It's not it's not a big video. And it's right now it's free, so get it on Steam all you can because they're gonna end up charging for it at some point, the developer said. So unless you wanna wait and support them, um, maybe I will. If oh and they have a soundtrack that you can pay for, so that's one way to support them. Yeah. I think you said there's no saves or something. Oh yeah. That's another issue. There's no save. So I got really far into it. I put like maybe three hours into it and then I, I had to go do something. So I turned the game off and I went back into it and I had to start all over from the beginning. Yeah, I, th I think they said they're going to fix that as well. And they, they should at least save, if it's in chapters, they should at least, you know, each chapter should be a new save point. I guess yeah. with all the stuff you can pick up, you've got to like figure out how to save, like, 
you know everything you've got in your bag and positioning and everything it's probably more complicated than it sounds yeah the bag thing was quite interesting where you actually put your head you know in inside the bag that was yeah. something different yeah um yeah i mean overall i think it's something i want to go back to but i'm going to wait for the them to improve it first even if like somebody just wants like just a relaxing island environment if that's all you this is worth it just for that because you could just relax some people like to just like relax in vr i don't oh, do but some, some people do that would be a great place do you know at the beginning uh mm-hmm. you have to lay down did you do you have to lay oh, yeah. down oh yeah great thing to point out it's really weird yeah i was sitting in a chair at first and i just put my head back and i was like this this is going to trigger it lying down right nope the headset has to be down at ground level near, near the near the floor yeah yeah it's so, a good it's a good idea but it's yeah. pain in the ass to get up and down and blind. i was just taking my headset off and just holding it down at the ground. <laughs> I, I didn't you bother busted. lying down yeah. uh and it actually i don't think the tilt of it matters it only matters the height yeah it's just the height from the yeah. floor i think yeah but they said they're gonna add an option to uh to do that with a button press because you know some people are disabled some people yeah some people literally can't get like literally lay down on the floor and then after the the main problem was getting back up you know with controllers in my hand and like trying to get myself up completely blind in my room it wasn't it wasn't ideal but i appreciate them doing something different like it was cool like because you you, it says it says to lie down and close your eyes and then obviously because you're in the water and then you kind of wake up on this desert island so it's kind of getting you to wake up as if you've been cast ashore and and uh and then you wake up and you're on this desert island and then you have to get up and yeah solve puzzles and escape and stuff yeah and also there's great music in this which is why they have a soundtrack and there's also great narration like yeah that was the the, the voice works really good yeah I was it a british i can't even remember was it a british accent yeah it's, it's british okay. accent. yeah so uh you or me i guess you now me yeah i'll talk about contractors um so i'm in the middle of making a video about contractors but um one thing have you played contractors yeah a long time ago i haven't played it much yeah we should we should get a bit of a game going because it's yeah it's actually improved a lot and now it's they've added uh quest support so like it's always got lobbies full of people and they've also got incredible mod support, which is one thing I'm talking about in my video because it's just, it's unbelievable. The community have really got behind this game and they just, you can do like maps, but you can do loadouts and you can do game modes. And in the loadouts, you can do loadouts for like actual video games that exist. So you've got like Halo, you've got Team Fortress 2, uh, there's, um, what else? There's like a, call of duty one there's there's a few others that i've forgotten about oh there's a titanfall 2 one and it's not just like the the guns it changes everything it changes your, your avatar so like in team fortress you're literally you've got the body of a team fortress 2 character and if you're playing halo you're a, you know you're a master chief guy it changes the speed so like some games some game modes you can jump higher and you can move faster you, like with the Titanfall one, you can wall run and stuff. It's, it's got classes, so like with uh, with the Team Fortress Two loadout, 
you've got all the classes from the game, like your, your scout and your sniper and your heavy and stuff. And each one's got its own set of weapons and movement speeds. And it's like the Team Fortress 2 ones. If you, you've got Team For Fortress 2 maps and then you've got Team Fortress 2 loadout, if you combine it together, you're literally playing Team Fortress 2. It's that good. It literally feels and looks like Team Fortress 2. But in VR, it's really impressive. Is there stuff you have to do outside of the game to make this all work? No, it's all built in. Uh, mm. The mods, if you like, if you join a game that you haven't got the mods, it just automatically downloads them for you. So, like, if I set up a game and you join my game, if you've not already downloaded the, those mods, it'll just mm. download them, and then you'll be, you'll be able to join. So, you, there's no, it's really painless. It's it's really well done. I think the last there's time a, I played Contractors, it was an external thing. It, it was like Modern Warfare something that yeah i did that yeah. before the, yeah. the maps the maps aren't as good as they used to be because they're cross-play so they have to work yeah. on both quest and uh, the pc but like the, the team fortress ones look really good like because it's obviously an older game it looks genuinely great in vr uh but obviously some of the like call of duty maps can look a little bit low resolution and in textures and stuff but still still great like there was one I was playing. Uh, oh yeah, there's another one. There's a battle battlefront like a Clone Wars, Star Wars loadout, where mm. you've got like the droids versus the stormtroopers, and you've got all the blaster guns, and you can have power ups where you can be a, like Luke Skywalker, uh, or you can get a speed rider. You know, it's it's really incredible what they've done with the modders and and the gunplay is satisfying. The 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 get the guns, the guns actually have got manual reloading for these. You know, like Team Fortress guns and stuff, and yeah, it's incredible. If you if you want a first person, um, like PvP shooter, I can't recommend this one enough. It's definitely the best in my opinion that's that's available. It's got so much. You can go from one game where you're playing, you know, Team Fortress Two, and then the next minute you're playing, uh, you know, Call of Duty Zombies in uh, SpongeBob SquarePants environment and stuff. It's just it's just like so much diversity. And it's not just that you're not playing just a different map because each loadout completely changes the gameplay. It feels like, you know, you, you, it feels like you're playing different games. It's not like just the same game, just in different environments. It's, it's really, really well done. So we, we should video? get it. Yeah, I've been working on it for a while, but uh, I've been sorting some other stuff out. But yeah, it should be up next week, hopefully. Okay. I'll cover some of these games, some of these mods and stuff. <clears throat> uh, so keep an eye out for that. All right, next game, Agony VR. We got free a free key for that. Thank um, God. This is based on the flat version of a game called Agony that I never played. And my first reaction was, all right, this is a little blurry, but I found out you could turn up. It didn't have its own in-game super sampling, but... I could turn up the Steam VR super sampling, but I had to have the game off. It wouldn't it wouldn't change it while the game was running. So I did right. you know, exit the game, turn it up. I put it up to five hundred and that made it very clear, but the performance was a little bit of an issue. So yeah. I don't know where. You could figure out where. The controls were a little weird. I think my hands didn't I, like when you grip and stuff, I think I think my hands didn't grip in the game. I think they just were like you know, hands that the, just... The controls are crap. Yeah, yeah. They're rubbish. It's free loco, but you can end up getting stuck on stuff. All the time. Yeah. Like, constantly, because it's not, you're not, you're in these environments which are really, 
detailed and everything. Uh, but there's nothing, virtually nothing flat. You're constantly, you're, you're walking over like hills and stuff all the time. And I was getting stuck constantly. You're walking on blood, blood and guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, I think the blur, it's got some sort of depth of field on or something. Uh, because yeah, it was blur. It was kind of like, if you look into the, the distance, it's a bit blurry. I could probably figure out how to, to fix that with some like any tweaks, but they need, cause when you go into the options as well, there's no, op, like there's no graphics options there is a there is a low medium high or something was there because when i clicked on it it didn't do anything yeah yeah like i had to click on it like 20 times and then it started changing and people were talking people were complaining about that in the discussions and they patched it right okay that's let's fix that then yeah um so i don't know what this game is supposed to be it's like you're in hell basically i don't know but (laughs) there's weird shit and demons everywhere blood and guts you hear moaning all the time and you i don't know if somebody's having sex or if they're getting tortured i'm not sure the first nudity i came across was a crucified old man so i got to see his dick (laughs) um i went into this thinking oh there's gonna be boobs everywhere but not not it took a while for that to happen um and I think one of the first naked women I came across was was holding a, a baby with a but the baby had like an old man's face and it was crying and she was either shitting or pissing in her hand and then feeding it to the baby. So that's the kind of game we're dealing with, we're talking about here. And uh is that when you turned it off, Alex? Yeah, I tried to get a little bit further and I was like, why am I playing this? This game's just disgusting. It's who I just don't understand why someone would want... It's not... Like, I get a horror game, you you play it for the adrenaline, for the, you know, that fear of potentially getting hurt and getting your heart rate up. But this this is not scary. It's yeah, just, yeah. just straight up disgusting to the point where it's like... it's It makes you question your own humanity. Why, why am I spending my time doing this, being surrounded by this, just real weird it's like, it's like some sort of weird fetish game or kink game yeah. or something it's it's just not it's not for me definitely and I, the reviews are positive and it's like some yeah. people are like, oh yeah i finally get to experience this in vr it's like why would you want to it's <laughs> disgusting if you just want to be shocked i guess i don't know one yeah one of the reviewers said he brought up that woman who was feeding the baby shit and he was like well that's when i knew this game was for me or some shit like that i don't know yeah those people i hope they're not in a relationship i hope they'd never get into a relationship because that's just some weird shit or he's just he's got probably just kidding i hope i don't know well i don't know because he hadn't i saw that same review and he had enough play time in it it's not like he Uh, didn't play it yeah and i was walking around in this maze-like area and they're they're kind of like booby traps they look they look pretty cool, like the spinning blades and stuff. And yeah. you just dodge that, but you're wandering around like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, and, I got stuck. Yeah. Did you use, there's torches you can, you can pick up. And yeah. when I say torch, I mean, I mean the American style torch of flame, not a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. It's what like do you, what do you guys torch. call those? What do you call what we call yes. a torch? What you mean? A piece of wood that has fire on it. What do you call that? Yeah, we we still call it a torch. Oh, you do. Okay. I think I think that's where we. I think that's where the word originates from. So like, 
originally obviously a torch was a piece of wood with fire on it to yeah. light your way and then yeah. obviously when we made it into a a bulb we still called it a torch because it's still it's still doing the same thing but yeah so if you had a flashlight and a torch next to each other on a counter and you only wanted one of those how would you tell someone which one you wanted well i mean what well, i mean <laughs> I, I would have a stick with some flames coming out on, a, on a counter or say well, let's say there's no flame on it <laughs> oh right whatever okay. so I would, it's, then it's just a stick then it's just as you can see you would say give me that stick <laughs> let's say it's let's say it's on fire and i'm not sure what's your what sort of situation am i in I where i've know, got a torch and then i've got a, a flaming yeah. torch and yeah. I somehow I've, oh, I've got is that what you say you say give me the flaming torch is that how yeah it? i mean that's, okay. i just say it's a flaming torch all right okay i like to learn <laughs> I'm these things i'm just imagining me in this situation where i've got this <laughs> flame this flame sat there on a stick just on a desk and yeah. i'm like trying to instruct someone which one to pick up yeah that's quite funny <laughs> and i kept going through this maze and then i came across this like demon looking woman with her tits hanging out and you know i was like all right that's better than that crucified dude's dick so i went up to her and then she killed me yeah i didn't realize she was gonna to kill me. me that happened to you too yeah and that's when i stopped yeah and then you turned the screen went gray, but then you can fly around everywhere. Yeah, I was like, how? What, am, I, am I supposed to be like going into yeah. someone else's body or something? Yeah. Oh, I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. I tried a few more times, and I still didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, so I gave up. I got to the exact same place as you. Yeah, okay. It's just not, I, uh, it's just not a good, it's not, I mean, it's a, if, you know, who am I to judge? If you like it, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know, I just think that it's weird, and I don't understand why someone would. It's like, um, did you ever watch Walking Dead series? Yeah, I watched a few seasons of that, and it got to a point where it was getting so grotesque and kind of over the top. Mm -hmm. I think it was when oh, like guy... when uh, when uh, the Asian guy died. Yeah, that yeah. was basically where I got to, and I was like, and I just I just stopped watching it. I was like, why? Why am I watching this? This is just really disturbing. Like, why? This, I'm not. Glenn? This is not fun. Is it Glenn? Yeah, it was Glenn. Yeah, yeah, he got his head caved in, and it was yeah. like, wh why am I watching this? And I just stopped watching it. I haven't watched it since. Yeah. And I just felt the same about this game. It's like, I played a bit, and it was like, why? Why am I spending my time in something that's so disturbing? And like, what, what was that? Mag remember that magazine? I don't know if you can remember it. Was it called Bizarre or something? What's it called? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, Someone in my in my in like college and stuff, I went to tons of sites that were horrible. Yeah, you know. there used to be this magazine which someone at work used to showed me. I think it was called Bizarre or something like that, and it was basically actual showing like people had been killed, like yeah. actual photographs of people who had been chopped to, to pieces, and and literally not like fake literally the real pictures of people who've been shot in yeah. the head and yeah there was a site so... there was a site called like agrish that was just like that yeah um, so yeah so when weird. i was young like a teenager i would look at that stuff but but i regret it now that i'm 43 and i wouldn't want to see any of that shit now i mean i looked at it and I immediately was like no it made me feel, literally made me want to throw up it was so yeah. disgusting because when you yeah. when you know it's like when you watch a film and everything it's like you know it's not real but yeah. when you see something and you know that it's real and that's actually 
a dead body that's got his head blown off. It's it's genuinely disturbing. Genuinely yeah. disturbing. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you know I won't be a murderer, so yeah. I just couldn't do that. Uh, so I guess I'll talk about. I skipped this last time. 3D Sun VR. Uh, I played a bunch of 3D Sun VR. Uh, so this is NES games in in VR where you can. It's room scale NES games, so you can walk around them, get behind them. Um, so I did a video on every one of these games. Adventure Island, Mappy, Mega Man 2, Adventure of Lola 1 and 2, Felix the Cat, Puyan, Hogan's Alley, Burger Time. Puyan. Puyan, I know. There's something called Puyan. Yeah, there's something called Puyan. <laughs> what the hell is that about? Uh, you're a pig trying to protect your baby pigs from wolves that are coming at them on balloons. They're, they're using balloons. They're okay. like flying on balloons trying to get to your baby pigs and you're shooting at them and you're in this, uh, you, you, you go vertically up and down in this little, I don't know, carriage thing that's hanging on a rope and you're just, you just press up and down and you fire with the fire button and you just try to hit the balloons so that, um, so oh, to take them out of the sky, to take them out of the sky. Yeah. It was originally an arcade game by Konami. Yeah, Puyan. Okay. And uh, Hogan's Alley, Burger Time, and Wild Gunman. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I really recommend 3D VR if you're into retro games. It's so cool. Uh, so people keep requesting more of these, and I'm happy to do them um, because they're just so cool looking. And also, it's a lot, actually a lot less work for me to do these than it is to, like, do my arcade videos because in those I have to worry about, like, making the artwork look good and shit and these i can just just play the game and that's it yeah yeah so uh i don't know it's on steam it's on itch.io for maybe 20 bucks maybe 15 i'm not sure so then you have to download the the roms or something yeah you need the roms which they're easy to get online right yeah definitely not for me but if you're into retro stuff then uh sounds pretty good yeah uh yeah the last thing i'll talk about then is um Something that I think I mentioned it before. There's something called the Unreal Injector, which has been made by Preydog. Preydog's the guy who made the Resident Evil VR mods, the motion control VR mods. And um, luckily, I'm a tester, so I've got actual access to this. And recently, there's been a massive breakthrough where he's managed to figure out a way to universally across most Unreal Engine games add. Uh, like three do, three doff motion controls, which if you don't know what that means, so with a, with your normal VR, you've got something called six doff, which is six degrees of freedom. So what that means is, like, you can literally like lean forward and backwards. You can tilt your head up, down, left, right. You can twist your head. You can obviously do the same with your controllers, twist your wrists, and uh, you know pull them towards your chest or further away from your body. That's that's six degrees of freedom. But 3DOF is where you can only move the hand. You can only aim by moving your hand up, down, left and right. You can't pull it forwards or backwards towards you. And you can't twist your wrist and it won't affect that. So it's kind of it's kind of like, imagine you've got the in-game character's arm in front of you. As you move your controller around, the arm is moving just on that plane like on that 
as far the arms not moving forwards and backwards the arms just stuck in that plane of wherever it is but it will then aim left right and up and down and you can do that with your motion controls so you can actually aim with the motion controls rather than using a thumbstick and he's also added um, a way to do two-handed aiming so that you can actually pull your hands up with two controllers and then the aim will be dictated by you know the dif the different difference between the two controllers so you can tilt your hand around like you would if in a two-handed gun in vr and that will affect the aim not just with one hand with both hands so it makes it feel much more it's like if you're in a first person shooter where you you've got a two-handed weapon it feels much more natural and it actually feels more like a native vr game with the two-handed stuff than if you've just got obviously your hand one hand out holding like a uh, a rifle with and obviously your in-game characters holding two hands on it so it just it helps with the immersion to make it feel more native uh, over just the one-handed as well and he's, he's, he's trying to figure out a way to switch that so that if you because obviously some games still have one-handed weapons they'll have two-handed weapons they'll have sometimes when you haven't got a weapon and at the moment to, to switch you have to go through like a menu and stuff so it's it's a little bit fiddly and he, I think he's trying to figure out a way to do it either with a button press combination or maybe automatically detect when your controls are in front of each other sort of so that it'll automatically just switch and then you, you can just bring the other controller down your down the side and it'll automatically switch to one-handed as well but that's something that's work in progress but yeah it's, it's really impressive what he's done you can inject into most unreal engine 4 and in the unreal engine 5 games and it feels like a, a native vr game in terms of you being able to be in the game and look around and lean in and everything but then obviously you you're going to play some stuff with a with a gamepad or a, a a mouse and keyboard like if you've got a third person game or a side scroller or stuff you're not really going to want to use the motion controls but then obviously you've got first person stuff which you can now play with this this three off motion control scheme and it's obviously not full vr but it's good enough to a point where it feels more natural and it feels like i struggle to aim with a thumbstick in first person shooters so being able to actually aim just naturally with your hands it feels great. It feels so much better than uh, than with a thumbstick. And again, you can now you can like ask. You've got options for um, you can, you've got options for head uh, aim as well. So you can have the head. The head will aim where you look. And now you can do like you can, like I'm playing some stuff stood up where I'm physically turning my body, and because the controller's tracked, and as I'm turning with my controller, my character turns with me. Like it's not full room scale right now. Um, so it, it does cause problems where if you're turning around physically you can obviously sometimes get off centre where you're not perfectly in line centre so then the crosshairs aren't quite lined up so if you shoot in the game because your head's not where it should be on the character the aim will be slightly off so that's something he's working on he's working on some sort of basic room scale which where the model the in-game model will kind of be stuck to your position of the head so that even if you move around your space, it'll kind of follow you. I think he's, he said, he said, I think he said that might be possible. So I think that's the next step for like a room scale experience. But if you play seated, uh, it's definitely perfect as it is now. Is that an issue with the three off control also, or is that only a head based thing where that's an issue? To no, turn? it's for this. Yeah. It's for the three off as well, because okay. obviously <clears throat> like your, 
Yeah, it can, can get a little bit funky. Like I've tried a couple of games. I could try a, a shooter, and it can get a bit. It's a bit like a Hitman, uh, where you have to do the reset like sometimes because your body gets a bit screwed up and stuff. Your body didn't get screwed up, but your aim is off, so you have to then do a quick reset to reset your position. So with, the your UE with the UE tool, with the UE with the UE tool, yeah, you can you can open the menu by pressing both thumbsticks down. And then what you do is you press the right trigger and then you can press, I think it's like Y and X on the gamepad. Uh, like you press Y and then you and then you press X afterwards and that like recenters your position. So it's really quick to do. But obviously for like immersion purposes, it'd be nice if there was a way to add room scale. And it's something that he's working on. But I mean, the guy's just like a straight up genius, to be honest. He's, I don't know how he does this stuff, but yeah. Because what he's doing is he's, he's tapping into the engine and he's, using the existing code that's there for vr but is somehow enabling it for games that don't have the plugins for vr so it don't matter if they've got the plugins there or not it, it just it just works in you you load the game you inject afterwards and then you put the headset on and everything appears the menus appear like on a flat screen in front of you and everything and and then you can go into the game and everything's 3d you can look around it's great for platformers. It's great for third-person games because it feels you can still look around naturally and everything's 3D. You can adjust the world scale so you can make things look more life-size or you can make them more, look more like a diorama, like you're looking down on it. You can adjust the camera so you can bring the camera. Like If you are playing a third-person game and you feel like you're too far away, you can bring the camera closer and bring it down a little bit. And it's all been really well made so that you can do this stuff really quickly and easily. And it, it, I don't know when it's going to get released. He still hasn't given the release date. But with the status in now, I just don't... He said it's definitely going to be this year, but I just don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be, like, probably, you know, a few months. I don't think it's going to be, like, towards the back end of the year. I can't imagine it being, you know, after summer or anything. I think it'll be within summer time, at least, at the latest. And, yeah, there's... It works on <clears throat> on loads of games. I've not played much first-person stuff because when I was testing it before, it didn't have this 3DOF uh, motion control thing. So and I just didn't enjoy play. I don't I don't enjoy playing um, first-person things with a gamepad. I know you've played some stuff like uh, Luke Ross mods and Cyberpunk and stuff. I just don't. For some reason, I just don't find it that engaging. Oh, I, I didn't like Cyberpunk at all, but I did like I thought, I mean, um, Horizon Zero Dawn is what I liked. Yeah, third person stuff I'm fine with. It's just for some reason first oh, no, person. I know I did it first person. Did oh, it, did you? Yeah, first person the whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's got like a first person. Mod. Maybe that's better because it was just bow and arrow, and it's it's less of a it's not a shooting game where you're constantly shooting or something. Yeah, I just I just personally I'm just kind of bored of the the gameplay loop of first person shooters where you just aim and I I really enjoy the thing I like about VR is not just the immersion it's it's the the fact that you've got your hand that it's independent to your head and you can literally just aim naturally by pointing your hand out and shooting a gun. That's what I enjoy about VR, not just being in the world. And I know some people can play, you know, full full games with a gamepad first person, and that's great, I, you know, more power to you. But personally, I just get bored with them. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad that he's done this with the 3DF because it's going gonna, it's gonna to make, you know, games that I would probably never have played playable games like atomic heart um there's that high on life shooter which is that justin roiland shooter which looks really cool uh there's there's so many first person shooters that 
we don't even know about because they're like small indie games, but they're, they're probably better than most VR games, but they're not like, you know, AAA quality, but they're still really good. And there's obviously first third person stuff like uh, Star Wars, um, what's that, Jedi Fallen Order and the new one, which has just come out, Jedi Survivor, uh, Psychonauts 2 is a platform which works with it. Crash Bandicoot 4 works with it. Uh, yeah, this this I mean, there's there's literally hundreds and hundreds of Unreal Engine 4, and it also supports Unreal Engine 5. And as we know, a lot of new developers are actually moving to Unreal Engine 5. So you've got um, what's that Dead Space like game? Callisto Protocol. That that's that's Unreal Engine 4. You've got loads of new games like uh, that Judas, the Bioshock. The game, the the guy who made Bioshock, he's making a new game called Judas, which is basically Bioshock. That's coming out um, this year, which is Unreal Engine four or five. You've got the new the system to, uh, the system shock two remake that's coming out, and that's Unreal Engine. So the list is just incredible that it's going to open up to people with high quality AAA, AA, you know, indie games. You just, I mean, there's just so many games you're not going to be able to play them all. It's just going to be incredible. What are the best games you've played? Like I say, I haven't played many first-person ones yet because I'm still waiting for him to fine-tune things before yeah. I get into them. So the stuff that I've played that I've enjoyed the most, um, there is there's one called e, uh, What Remains of Edith Thinch, which yeah. um, it's it's a first-person game, but it's kind of it's not a shooter. It's it's kind of like a walking sim, but it's just it's difficult to describe because you it's only about two hours long, but it's just one of the most incredible experiences I've had in VR. You go into this old house as this girl who's uh, revisiting a, like a child, childhood home, but all of her family are dead, and it's telling the story of how they died. It's like it's it's just <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but they just it, like she she'll read something and then it like teleports you into that situation. So then you're the person like you might be a child or the the father or the mother, and it just they're so diverse in the different things that happen that you like you sometimes you get to, you, you turn into animals and you like you're a cat up in a tree and then the next minute you're in the water as a, a fish and it, it's just in VR it was just one of the most incredible experiences it's just so memorable that it's one that I'd highly highly recommend uh, with the injector it's just it's just incredible um, can you can you use the injector with just your motion control or gamepad and not have to mess with keyboard and mouse and stuff um it's easier with keyboard and mouse because when you what you have to do is you load the game first and then you have to alt tab out of the game and then you have to select the game exe file on the injector menu and then you press inject and then you have to click on the game again to get the game back up full screen uh so it's possible like if you had steam vr you could use the desktop view through steam vr and do it through the headset but it's definitely going to be easier if you obviously have a mouse and keyboard handy which obviously not everyone's vr setup is next to the mouse and keyboard but yeah i mean it can be a bit fiddly at times obviously it's it's, it's a universal mod but not everything's going to work out of the box perfectly sometimes you are going to have to like tweak things so if you're not into that sort of faffing around, you might find it a bit frustrating. 
but I, th I think they they're, they're trying to make a website that's going to have like profiles so that you can make like a profile for a game and then you can download that profile so that you don't have to mess around with it and someone else has already set things up and you can also um like when you move the camera you can save cameras so you can save to three different camera positions so if you want to have one which is closer one which is further away and then there's shortcuts you can press which change the camera so you can create your own custom cameras which is something that you know even just in flat games i think a lot of people would would enjoy that but in vr especially it's really handy like if you're playing a third person game you can kind of make it more like hellblade where it's like over the shoulder everything's more scaled accurately or you can pull the camera up and down and and make it so it's more like a, a you know like a miniature diorama so everything looks like a like a figurine in front of you like a dollhouse and everything it's 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 really incredible what you can do with this it's a really powerful tool are those and presets it's open up. that affect everything or just specific to the game yeah each each um when it when it injects it creates a separate folder on your computer with all the like config uh, files and stuff okay so each each game has its own uh setup so when you like change something in, in back out of the menu it's automatically saved so if you back out of the game and load the game up it remembers all the stuff that you've changed so you don't have to set it up every time which is why you can actually then save those files take those files and give them to someone else <clears throat> and then they could put that in their location on the on the computer and that would then um give them all your settings that you've just done so there's ways to share it's just obviously trying to create create a way to network so that everyone can kind of upload and stuff that's uh there is a website in progress but obviously it's going to be a lot of work to get that system in place and yeah so that uh, what, what remains of me even it is finch there's a game called observer which i've started playing which um is kind of it's like a detective game in like a cyberpunk environment so you're going through these incredible realistic looking environments and you have to solve a murder and as things progress you can kind of you can you can kind of hook into the brain of these dead people and then you're transported into their mind like their memories but the memories are a bit screwed up and it's 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 like transfer uh, trans um transference remember the vr game mm -hmm. and i remember Tran anthony talking about it all the time yeah where things like get whack bit wacky where you're like on the ceiling and stuff like that and things mm -hmm. like you'll you'll walk into a room and then you turn around and everything's changed it, it does that a lot and it's something that works really well in vr it's really really trippy so that's that's definitely something i've tried which i, I recommend crash bandicoot 4 feels like literally a native vr game third person vr game like astrobot it's uh it's so this it's perfect like you can look around and there's nothing broken you can the entire world's like rendered around you and stuff same for Psycho psychonauts 2 is the same you can play that in vr and it feels pretty much native vr cockpit games will work really well like i played gravel which is a, a racing game and that literally feels like a native VR game where you're in a cockpit and you you can use a steering wheel and pedals and it feels like you're actually just playing a native racing game. Uh, you yeah, made a video of that one. Yeah, I made a video of that as well, which is I'm showing the game and the injector and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's one of the things that I want everyone to be able to play. I wish I could, like I say, try it now. It's not out yet, but I just wanted to make people aware of it because it's definitely something that's going to completely transform 
people's gaming libraries. I mean, you might be wanting to look at, you might want to start looking at Unreal Engine games now you're interested in and, you know, wishlisting them and picking them up on sales because once this thing comes out, you're going to want to buy some games to play with it. So, I know how's, everyone, how's everyone going to afford it? <clears throat> well, that's it. Yeah, that's why, because some of these stuff are older, so you can, you can do, it works with Game Pass as well. So if you get Game Pass, which you can get like deals for like $1 a month and you have access to higher, higher, um, what's that game? I just higher life shooter and atomic heart. And there's like probably 20 games you could play quality games on, on game pass. You could play with this injector. So yeah, it's going to open up people's libraries to uh, a massive amount when it comes out and it's future proof. Cause like so many games are getting made in unreal engine five, like, um, the cyberpunk developers are making the next game. They're making an, uh, I think they're making a Witcher one remake in unreal engine five. So that'll be playable with the injector. I think there's a, there's a, um, a Codemasters open world racing game that's been made with unreal engine five. So it's, it's like you've got this big backlog of games and new stuff that's constantly coming out. That's like high end Hogwarts, Le Hogwarts Le legacy is uh, Unreal Engine 4 and that, that that works with the injector so it's just like incredible the amount of games you're gonna have to play are they avoiding adding support for these games like uh, GTA and Red Dead like these games that uh, I don't know if they're Unreal Engine but like yeah the remake the remakes um, the GTA trilogy remake was all Unreal, Unreal Engine it has been tested it does work but when it's something that they're not going to be uh, promoting because obviously yeah. if that gets DMCA, then it will just pull the entire thing down. And, and yeah. it's not just that one game. It, it works on, you know, too many games to risk it. So I don't know how they're going to stop people like showing that because obviously yeah. once it comes to the public, anyone can just show it working in VR. And Is maybe there a way they could disable it somehow? Like that you can't run that? Uh, it could probably be maybe like have a thing where it blocks a certain exe file name. Yeah. Um, so maybe. Oh, but then you could rename it. Maybe I don't know. No, I don't think you can rename exes without it breaking. Everything. Oh yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think that would be the best way. It's something I'll probably speak to him about doing because I do. It'd be such a shame for him to spend like he spent months on this thing. It's like yeah. he's been working on it for like seven months now, mm -hmm. and it's going to open up so much for some people. And the other thing as well is that it's going to have. Um, he's working on getting blueprint support. So like a, a a VR game in Unreal Engine with the plugins, what that enables is that modders can then go into the Unreal Editor and they can mod in what, uh, motion control supports and add, you know, all sorts of different funky things like manual reloading if they've got, if they've got enough skill to do that. Um, but most games don't have this VR plugins enabled. Most of them aren't included. Um, and what he's trying to do is he's trying to get the injector to work so that you can actually use the the blueprints so that modders, other modders can then add to the mod so that if, if they like a game a lot, then they can then mod f like proper full six off motion controls into games if they want to and, you know, whatever, fix, fix things. Like Ace Combat 7 works with it, but it's got a load of broken stuff. So then that's going to need someone specifically to go to the, into that game and fix a load of stuff to get to get that game to work properly so there are some games that don't work 100 percent, like they've got broken things um so then that's going to require other people to then fix them but 
the the potential there is for you know games to get proper full VR support because other modders can then come in and I think even uh, Preydog has said he's going to try and make a few examples so he's going to do like two or three games where he adds motion controls to those so there'll be some shooters that have got motion controls as well which he does himself personally so I wonder if any native VR developers are pissed off about this because it might take money away from them there like, has been a weird mm-hmm. um response to some like some uh, some of the developers of the game like cuz with some like some of the testers have like put videos on YouTube showing them testing all these different games mm-hmm. and some of the developers have actually commented on the videos and said like wow you know it's amazing because it's going to enable developers to literally quickly jump into vr in their game without having to do any work like they're not going to have to set all the plugins up and try and figure out how to do all this stuff they can literally just inject and then they can be in their own game and see wow this is really cool in vr so then they might do official ports Mm -hmm. because they see how good it is in vr um, but there are people who are actually VR-only developers who've kind of said it's going to basically make it so that no one's going to be interested in buying a native VR game because obviously yeah. why would they buy a native VR game when they can play all these other games? Yeah. But I do think that like as much as it, it as great as it is, there's no substitute for a native VR game. That's yeah, like with Paradise, you know, uh, Paradise Hotel. That that game's great. That's not as good as Resident Evil, yeah. But not, it's yeah. still a great game because it's been made for VR. It's got manual reloading. It's got, you know, you're interacting with the environment. You're opening drawers. You're trying to manually find ammo and things. Yeah. That's what makes VR great as well. It's not just about being in the world. It's, it's like, in an ideal world, every game would be a VR game where you can do it. You know, like Half-Life Alex, where you can pick everything up and and do everything. But that's not reality, and a lot of people want more depth in the games, and you can get that by playing non-VR games. But at the same time, it's still great to play a well-made VR game that's been made with VR from the start. Yeah, you and I both have beaten, you know, Resident Evil two, three, seven, and eight in VR. Yeah, and we've had full six off and motion controls, but we still wanted yeah. to play. Yeah, this is a good point. We still wanted to play Propagation. Yeah. yeah, because it's a, a good VR. As long as these developers make good quality VR games, then people are still going to want to play them. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's only going to affect PC as well, which PC VR, generally, PC VR players don't buy a lot of games, unfortunately. So as a VR developer, you might find this, they might stop making games for PC VR. They might not see the point. Um, but they've still obviously got Quest and they've still got PSVR 2 to develop for which obviously not going to have access to this mod because the quest ain't going to run it and psvr 2 is a locked out system you can't run stuff like this on it so there's still going to be a market for vr developers it might affect the pc vr market negatively but then it's also going to open up the pc vr market to play so many different games so you know i don't personally see a negative to it but there are some people that have definitely said I've even heard about content creators complaining, saying that it's um, there's going to be too many games because the there's no because they rely on obviously the the next big thing. You know, they they want to make a video on the next big thing that's just come out. Well, what if there's literally hundreds of games out there? Then then there's not going to be any build up. They they're just going to have to like randomly what pick a game to make a video about. 
but I don't You're gonna have to do videos just, like I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just make they, surely that opens up more because then you can pick games that not everyone's making videos about. You can find a unique game that you know no one else is making a video about and make something that unique rather than making the same video every other developer makes at the same time every you know content creator makes a video so yeah like i say i, I don't see any negatives to it but there are some people that are kind of pushing back against it a little bit um there's someone uh do you know clouded games denny from clouded games mm -hmm. uh he made pistol whip and he's got he runs that team i think but he's he's been very vocal about it he said that basically it's going to be poison to the vr industry because people are going to try it as a first time experience and then they're going to get sick and then you know they're not going to want to play mm. vr anymore nobody's going to try stuff. that as a first time experience you have exactly to be, yeah. you're going to have to yeah know what you're doing it's not it's not something that someone's going to buy vr and then immediately <laughs> i mean maybe they will for a one particular game like if it's a game they really want to play yeah. but then you've got to ask would they ever buy a vr headset if that game wasn't playable in VR with the injector, so it, I think it'll get more people into VR, not not alienate people from VR. So, yeah, I can't see somebody who doesn't isn't already into VR just like being like, oh, I'm gonna go buy a VR headset and a and a PC and I'm gonna try the injector. Like, maybe yeah. if they don't understand what PC gaming really is, they're in for a lot of confusion. I think. I think if you've got maybe some people are already, you know, if they've already got a gaming PC and everything and yeah. maybe they might do it. But like I say, to me, that's just positive because it's getting more people into VR. I mean, if you've got a, if you go out and buy a VR headset to play this one game with the injector, you know, it, it, the chances are you're then going to look at, well, what else have I got to play with this, you know, a hundred, few hundred dollar pound thing I've just bought. And then, they might, you know, they'll probably play Half-Life Alex and they'll play, you know, other native vr games as well yeah. Uh, so yeah i think it's great i think it's gonna uh, i mean me and you have both said this but without vr mods we would barely have touched our headsets i mean it's yeah last year especially was terrible it was virtually nothing came out this year's actually been pretty decent we've actually got quite a lot we've played already and there's more coming this next month so maybe we can talk about that yeah last year they gave uh, upload VR gave what the bat game of the year so yeah that's how last year was yeah it was bleak I mean we've had PSVR two this year we've had already quite a few good games come out this year like Vertigo two and Saints and Sinners chapter two and a medieval VR and you know we've we've already had quite a few good PC VR releases and obviously PSVR two has got quite a lot of stuff with Gran Turismo seven and you know, Resident Evil and Horizon Zero Dawn and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. this year has been way better than last year. You were trying to do a segue. But I, I was screwed, trying to segue into what yeah, was upcoming. But I screwed that up. That's all right. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, Breachers came out this yeah. recently, and neither of us played it, right? It's not my thing. Yeah, I really, not my thing either. Yeah. All right. it's, it's like me talk, It's like someone who's really doesn't like driving games trying to talk about a, dri a driving game it's like i'm is just because it gonna... it's like a team tactical thing is that what you don't like the team stuff it's going to be a try hard game you know it's uh -huh. going to be full of people who would just play that it's like rainbow six siege so it's, uh -huh. it's... I, I like the concept of it maybe if we could get like a, enough people to fill like our own lobbies so it was just us yeah i don't know it. how many you need i think it's four each size so you need eight uh, and it, i think it's thirty dollars and that kind of I kind of oh know. yeah that's too much for, that's too yeah. much 
I don't, I'm not going to play that. Did you play more Saints and Sinners Chapter 2? No. Okay. I'm not. I'm You've not, already lost interest? Yeah. It's, okay. it's too much. It's just the same game. And I'm yeah. just. You sounded kind of positive last we talked about it, I thought. I look, I like, that's the thing. That's the weird thing. When I played it, I enjoyed it. But then, actually, like when I'm looking at my game list, I'm like, what shall I play? I'm like, oh, do I want to Maybe play I shit on it too much and that made you not want to play it. No, I mean, I know full well that once I've got, I think I feel like I've got past the, the new stuff. I feel like from now on it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. I think that's another reason. Um, I will play more of it. But Yeah, I still haven't. Rushing. But you've finished it, have you? No, I haven't. I'm I'm still I was last time we talked I was at eight hours and I still haven't touched it. I need so I need I mean, to. It, it's not a sequel. It's not it's not diverse enough. It's not in, yeah. it's not interesting enough over the first game. Yeah. If I I'm already tired I was already tired of the first game when I finished playing the first game. So mm-hmm. like you giving me just more of the same isn't gonna get me excited. Yeah. And like and I am kind of I am kind of fed up with zombies, but then again, I've played Paradise Hotel, and that's interesting. So, I think it is just the structure of the game. I, I like Paradise Hotel because it's like telling this story, and you're going down these. It's not. I won't say it's linear, but like you're in, uh, like obviously a big hotel, but like there's locked doors, and you've got to find the keys and stuff. And whereas, um, Saints and Sinners and Saints and Sinners Two is just go into area, you know, get stuff, get out. There's no. There's no major set pieces or, you know, it's just, I just find the the loop itself bores me a little bit. Yeah. So maybe it's not just the zombies, it's the, because uh, I really like the combat and everything in it, but it is the same thing over and over again, so. Yeah, and the, yeah, the zombies aren't scary at all, and you, you just keep hearing that sound, and or whatever the sound is, that a zombie saw you, and it's like, all right, let me just grab your head. Oh, yeah. Stab. Yeah. Oh, another one it saw should... me? All right, grab your head, stab. The zombies yeah. are just, they're, they're so um, non-threatening. Unless yeah, you have, like, you, you'd have to have, like, 20 of them on you. Yeah, when there's a few, when there's a few, it can get yeah. a little bit stressful, but yeah. maybe that's, yeah. they're trying to go for that same, because that's what the, the, the TV show and everything's like, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. one's fine, but it's when you get, like, a, bunch of them when it starts to get difficult yeah but i am tired of that kind of zombie gameplay loop and i'm looking forward to the next game they make uh behemoth because mm-hmm. obviously it's not going to be zombies um and they're going to use that same kind of melee system so because there's, there's a katana that i got i don't know if you found it in one of the backpacks and I really enjoyed using that, like going around chopping their arms off and chopping their heads off and stuff. So I got it, and I think I I didn't like it. Did you not? I th- yeah. I, I, li- I, I really it wasn't, liked it. It wasn't connecting for me as well. What did I you liked it. To- I was chopping the heads off, and I was like, when you when you stick them in the head, it doesn't stick like like the axe and stuff. So you could like whip it in and out of the head fast and take them out. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they take that like with the sword play or something in this this behemoth game and where you stabbing and you know swinging and uh and uh getting into these really cool fights and then you've got the big giant boss fights and stuff it could be really cool if, if they if they can pull it off yeah all right i'll do the upcoming now okay finally uh another fisherman's tale that comes out may 11th so that's really yep. soon you're pl- you were playing fisherman a fisherman's tale did you finish that i got stuck even though I finished it before, I don't know yeah. how I've managed that. 
and then I've not been back to oh, it. Oh, you beat but, it a long time ago, and then you played it again. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've played through it before, yeah. and then for some reason I've got stuck, and I can't even figure out what to do, even though I've finished the game, and it's a puzzle game, which yeah, figure that out. But, yeah, I like the first game, though, and, and I'm looking forward to Everything I've seen with this new one looks really good, yeah. and with the way, like, you take your head... I, I, saw, I don't know if you saw that developer footage, but you literally take your own head off and stuff, so you can mm -hmm. take your head off, and then you can... You can control your body independently to your head and then you can like your arms like extract out of your body and then you can like pull them in and and uh it's like your inspector gadget or something yeah i think you can like take your hand off and then like move you it's like yeah it's really it looks really inventive hmm. and i think it's going to be longer this time as well i think they said it's going to be like six to eight hours or something so hmm. all right humanity comes out may 16th but Steam? is that PSVR 2 That's only? It's not Steam also. Yeah, but is it going to have VR support on Steam? That's what... That's, I think that's what it said when I looked it up. I don't know if you have a keyboard handy. But yeah, I think it's uh, VR yeah, support. Yeah, I could have a look. If it is, then that's cool, because I thought it was a PSVR 2 exclusive. Uh, I'll look at it while you're listening. All right, then Firmament comes out May 18th. And, uh, I mean, that'll be an immediate buy for me. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Did you ever play Abduction? Yeah, I did, but I didn't get very far. I don't remember if it was performance at the time. It was a long time ago. There that game was really, really hard. Like I struggled with that game. So when Steve, when yeah. Mist came out, I was kind of like, oh, I, th I just figured it was going to be the same. Like really, really difficult. And it is a challenging puzzle game. But Mist's, what I liked about Mist was that the puzzles weren't like spread out. With with abduction, the puzzles are, you've got like all these different worlds, like you're having missed. But you might have to go to one place and then come back to another world to solve a puzzle in another place, and it's like it gets so complicated that I just couldn't figure out where I was even supposed to be, like what what I was even looking for. Hmm. Whereas with missed, you go into a world and you've got to everything's in that world, and it's all there, and you can figure it out. So I figured most of it out myself. I think I had to look a couple of little things up, but I really enjoyed Mist, and it's vi visually it's really impressive, and Firmament looks uh, really, really impressive. Like, yeah, I remember now what my issue was with abduction. I remember I was staring at like a wall of like a rock wall, and when I turned my head, it stayed with my view. This was on a Vive back, you know. Back oh, then. I think it they stayed... did patch it a lot. Yeah, maybe because maybe it's broken fixed. and that stuff. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Oh, this game's fucked up," and I'm sure it's better now. You should give it a go, but I just found it way too hard for me. I was like, I was literally having to use guides all the time just to get through the game, and it was like, "Well, I'm, at that point, it's like, why am I doing it?" So, did it make sense, or was it like, "Oh, I never would have figured"? No, that out. there was stuff like I was like, I would never, I was like, no, hmm. I, there was, I would never have got it. I never would have figured it out. No long, no matter how long I spent, because like I say, it's like. These like with mist, the area wasn't massive, but in mm -hmm. abduction, you imagine the same thing, but you've got these massive areas, and then you've got these worlds, and you've got to like somehow teleport into. You can teleport to the different parts of the world from different parts of the other world, and it mm -hmm. was just it was so complex, hmm. and like you the the puzzle, the puzzle could be one, the the sol to solve one puzzle, you might need to be the complete other side of the world or in a different world, yeah, and it's so big and vast that you would have to literally walk around inspecting every single thing. And even then when I found out the puzzles, the solutions, I was like, how the 
fuck am I supposed to know that? You know what I mean? I, yeah. How was I supposed to figure out that's what I needed to do? It was just really, it wasn't it wasn't as good as Mist, I thought. I thought Mist was way better. You know Outer Wilds is one of my favorite games of all time. But yep. un- unfortunately, to beat that game, th- what you have to do is something yeah, I never would have tried or thought that was something I needed to do, unfortunately. I yeah. had to look that up. But that wasn't yeah. that is a hard game as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You might right. you might like it. Give it a go. But uh, it's, it's, right. it wasn't for me. Hello Neighbor VR Search and Rescue comes out May twenty fifth on PSVR two. But it also has a Steam page that says coming soon. Right. So I, I don't know if it's going to be. A, oh, is it timed? Yeah. I think probably. so. Yeah. I think they have said that it's coming to Steam as well. Yeah. All right. So then I saw, sometimes I look at upcoming VR games on Steam and I saw a game called Rotten Apple comes out May 25th. It's a, I think it's a three player, maybe co-op zombie, another one of these zombie shooter things, but it's a story. Like there's a story campaign. I don't know if it'll be good. It looks, the graphics look pretty good, but I don't know. Look this up. Uh, that humanity is it does say VR smart actually okay. on Steam. So it is gonna be Steam and uh PC. What do you think about the humanity? Does, do you um, know much about I'm it? not I never was into that type of game much, so I'm not too interested. Yeah, I'm kinda of feeling the same. I'll give it a go. Um but it's not like I'm not jumping in out of my way to play it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Adventure Fitness VR World Obstacle Tour says may i'm i'm listing this i know most people wouldn't be interested in this because i played the demo and i kind of liked it and there's i think you can still play the demo uh it the graphics are pretty good and i i don't know why but i like obstacle courses i always have right and this one's a, a pretty well done one then we are one comes out june 1st this is a game like the last Clockwinder, except you have guns and you can, and the en- there are enemies that you have to shoot, and they shoot at you, and you can physically dodge their fire. But like, you will have multiple clones, and you can rewind time, and uh, like you'll you'll throw a gun in the air, and then have to use a clone to catch the gun on the other side, and you know. Right. I played the demo, and I thought it was cool. Yeah. And do you know of anything else coming out soon? No, I think that's quite a good month, really. I mean, I think uh, obviously Paradise Hotel came out the fourth, so that's already came out in May. Fisherman's t- another Fisherman's Tale, I think, will be good. I think Humanity will be good if you like that sort of game. And then Firmament, I think that's going to be great. And then you know, Hell Enable VR Search and Rescue. So I think we've got this month's quite a packed month. I think for what else is coming out pretty soon this what? month? Breath of the Wild, Part Two. Oh, you you like that game? <laughs> yeah, I like Zelda games, so I'm gonna have to play that. Yes, yeah, Switch, that. a Switch game. Yeah, that's a Switch game. So yeah, that'll take a bite out of my VR time. That's fine. You can be a traitor. <laughs> I don't I'm usually. Oh, no, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. I did play some Mario Kart because they keep releasing new new tracks for Mario Kart uh, 8 Deluxe on Switch. So yeah, I yeah. That. Do you play just solo or do you play with people? Yeah, I just played solo. Ah. Yeah. I yeah. I thought about going online and playing against other people. Probably know, just going to get 
wasted because unless you spend loads and loads of time on it, then uh, yeah, people are going to know the tracks so well and every little shortcut and yeah, going to struggle. All right, so if you made it this far, uh, you could get this Propagation Paradise Hotel Steam Key. It is XL six G Z Z W H C K F three A E B. So yeah, you made it this far. Thanks for listening. And Thanks. Uh, anything else? Nope. That was a. Uh... That was fun. Thank you for listening, you bunch of dickheads. <laughs>